Fred. All right. Fred. <laughs> like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Jen. Is it just going to be me and you or Eli and Zach going to pop in? Yeah. They'll talk every oh, once in a while. But... <laughs> he was already here. Right away. It kind of, well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so. Yeah. Sorry. Look at <laughs> Let's just put it this way. Who do you see as the quarterback week one for the Green Bay Packers? I see. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Open Book here on Game on Wisconsin. As always, joined by my great co-hosts, Jen Mackey and Zachary Jacobson, who has recently made his way once again out of Twitter jail, something we will have to discuss on the show at length, uh, very long length. But before we get to your stay in prison, (laughs) Jen, how's it been in Minnesota? How's the freezing cold weather because right now it's like sunny and 75 and it's pretty great over here for me and Zach. Yeah, it was super nice yesterday. It was like a nice 30 where it was really sunny. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't like need my jacket or anything. And then today everything refroze and I stepped out of my car and I was wearing heels to work and I like pulled my groin because I stepped on ice. So mm-hmm. that's how my day is going. Um, no, it. I'm just ready for football. I'm. It's been a long week already, and it's like it's taking forever to get through because I just want Saturday. So of course, this week is going to be the longest week ever. Yeah. Well, at least it's one less day as opposed to wait. Like as much as I kind of hate Saturday, it's nice. I, I like the Saturday, win, which we will win. It lets your weekend be relaxed that much sooner. Sunday, just watch, kind of chilled out. But uh, yeah, easily the biggest news of the week, potentially the month, possibly the year. Zach going in and out of Twitter jail in the fastest, his fastest and shortest stay from what I can remember. So Zach, please break it down for us. You're the last 48 hours of your life in jail. Well, it was like 24 hours, but (laughs) even shorter than that. That is Uh, a good stay. It wasn't because of like, well, first of all, hi, hi guys. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, It wasn't because I did anything wrong. It was because I looked... (laughs) I looked at the, um, okay, no, I had a, a Google voice number on my account, which obviously was necessary because I've been suspended 50,000 times. So I had to use a Google voice number and apparently those expire. So I had no idea. And when Twitter randomly gave me that prompt to like verify your number, I couldn't get into that number. I couldn't access the number. I was getting texts to a number that doesn't exist. So I had to uh, create a new number uh email twitter and they actually got back to me relatively fast which is very very odd uh they unlocked the account i went back in last night to try and update the number with the new number and it locked me out again so i had to wait for them to answer me yeah apparently there was like a verification (laughs) there's like a limited number of verification codes they could send you in a single day so i had to wait pretty much until today 24 hours had passed and uh yeah i eventually got in and it worked well, we are very happy to have you back. No better way to come back than going with a prison snitch. Unbelievable. True North Packer fan. <laughs> you, do, right. you do look like a prison snitch. Look, you got to do what you got to do to survive. That's all I'm going to say. But Yeah, and that includes flinging your own shit, apparently. Which, yeah, I mean, we talk, as we, talk we discussed about before the show. Yeah, our pre, yeah. pre-show chats. Yeah, Zach, yeah, yeah. yeah. Master. And- and instead of prepping for the actual show, we were talking about uh, how sometimes in prison, 
fuck off kyle how sometimes in prison they uh fling their own shit at the cameras i guess that's what andrew was telling us so <laughs> yeah that's just part of it it's all part of the prison life zach you'll get used to it um but all right moving past your time in twitter jail let's let's talk some football and before we get obviously to the playoff game to the 49ers just some packers news in terms of just kind of weird news that happened today uh, Kingsley Kiki being cut from the roster, uh, very unexpected. He wasn't necessarily having any kind of massive season, but we saw some good games out of him. So that was pretty surprising. Uh, I didn't see it till like a couple hours after it happened. So I didn't really have a chance to react until it was kind of already over. But uh, what was your initial reaction to that uh, move, Zach? Very surprising. Well, the move, the, the word that I used was uh, perplexing. Um, which was, I mean, it's, it's weird because like the writing was on the wall at the same time, but at the same time also it was still kind of unexpected because he last time he played was December 19th in Baltimore. And then yeah. he was a healthy scratch that following week. And then he ended up on the COVID list for the last two games. But yeah, like you said, it was, I mean, he wasn't having this groundbreaking season by like, you know, crazy like Kenny Clark standards or anything, but he was still had a couple good games and um, he's, he's been able to rush the passer kind of, I feel like he took like a step forward this year. Uh, you're like, can you focus? I'm trying to focus. I'm doing my best. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it was just, it was a very, it was a very surprising, uh, surprising move. I feel like, you know, they, I feel like too, they've been protecting Abdullah Anderson from the practice squad the last few weeks. And he's out, el- he's been elevated for the last three games while Kiki has been gone. So maybe they're going to get a better look at him. Maybe he's going to come to the, to the active roster. Maybe they want to see more out of Jack Heflin. He's been active inactive for 12 games this year. So maybe he's finally, you know, earn their trust to play. But uh, yeah, it was a very, very odd move. Uh, yeah, surprised me too. Jen, what are you thinking? Who, yeah, who do you think now, again, not that Kiki was playing a ton, but who do you think is going to maybe, who are, who are the Packers? Well, can I up? give my take on my thoughts? Yes, absolutely. Come on, I have opinions here, Eli. No, I was just thinking <laughs> like, because I, sorry, I just had something I want to say about it, but no, like my original, like my immediate thought was I just felt bad for him. Just like not even thinking of him as a player, but just as a person. Like, this is a guy who was on a team that's three wins away from the confetti falling down on you, and now he doesn't have a job. So I don't know. That was kind of my initial reaction, where it's like I don't understand it, don't really know um, the reasoning for it. It just kind of was like one of those. This is really unfortunate timing because they're like seventy-two hours away from their first playoff game, and I don't know. It's just like you think of it from just him being a person. You just kind of hope that everything's okay with him because it's got to just be tough. I mean, it's always tough when you lose your job, but I, it's just kind of, you know, you're so close to getting what you want and now he's off the team. So in my, like, that was just kind of the perspective I gave is that I just felt bad for him just kind of given the timing and all that stuff. Yeah, no, it, it definitely sucks. You see guys get cut when you, when you're this not late into the season, already into the playoffs and, you went and worked the whole year for it, and now you're here, and then you're not part of the team. That's definitely rough. I mean, there is a part, and this is what is going on, Zach. Yeah, are you looking for like a space? Is there like shot? a bug or something? Do you guys not see my lights <laughs> flickering nonstop? Your light know. is a little bit like see? Oh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And it, <laughs> I look crazy, like I'm seeing shit. On the I thought you were like seeing a bug or something. I was like, I'm trying to give a point here, and yeah. Zach is like looking all over the place, like. I'm easily I'm distracted. So I'm sorry. 
Yeah, you're calling me distracted, but no. Um, hey, at he, least I listened to what Jen said, unlike you. I'm listening. <laughs> I, I can you, have Zach. my eyes in all directions and listen, but Kiki, it's weird. It's weird that that would happen, and this is complete uh, complete speculation. I don't know, but just for it to happen the way it did, kind of out of nowhere, maybe something happened off the field. Again, I, I have no idea if, if something has. Sometimes you, the guy gets cut. You find out a day or two later, maybe there was a reason just because it didn't seem like there was a reason for it. I know he hasn't played a lot lately, so it could just be they thought they had something more of Dula Anderson, Jack Heflin, whatever it is. But yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah. I mean, Kenny Clark said he had like a long talk or apparently this is from Ryan Wood. Uh, Kenny Clark apparently said that he had a long talk with Kingsley Kiki. So it was definitely there was definitely something going on off the field. Don't know what it is. Hope everything's okay, of course. But yeah, I, no, I agree with you guys. Like the whole timing of it, like you're on the doorstep of an NSV championship game and potentially going to the Super Bowl even, it was just, it, it is very strange. So, I mean, that that's like the dead giveaway right there that it's not related to what he's doing on the field. It's it's definitely something like, you know, extracurricular. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was kind of thinking when I saw it. But other Packer injury-related news and good news that that was uh, – Jair Alexander, David, and Zadarius Smith both being at practice today. That's huge. Obviously, David Bakhtiari was limited, and it looks like Randall Cobb, which we already knew before the Lions game, would be clear. They would think. Oh, okay, yeah, for sure. Well, if you um, look way past Zach, you can see Reggie in the background. Yeah, I got. I always got Reggie. If Zach right moves his big head, then. Um, <laughs> I I am currently yeah I'm not in. My general location for shows. Excuses. So, uh, sorry for the Excuse lack me. of a background. I will, yeah, I will make up for that. Don't you worry. But yeah, as I said, Dyer Alexander, Zadarius Smith, David Bakhtiari, Randall Cobb, Josh Myers, obviously, who played versus I mean, the Packers are getting everyone back right when they need it. Actually, the one person who missed practice was MVS, which is a little concerning a back injury. We're already on Wednesday. He did not practice. Um, <clears throat> did uh, I didn't get a chance to watch all of Lafleur's press conference? Did anyone ask? Did either of you see if anyone asked specifically about MVS? Uh, no, because this was before practice, so nobody had known that he took a step backwards and ended up as a as a DNP. So, yeah, he definitely he definitely kind of suffered a setback. I mean, when a guy goes from limited with a back injury to you know, not practicing the next day. I mean, that's like, that's not a good sign. So, so yeah. it kind of makes that Randall Cobb coming back a little bit more important just for mm-hmm. the sake of, you know, if you're down MVS, not really sure when he'll be back. It is nice to have Randall Cobb back just for extra receivers. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we hope uh, someone can stretch the field, you know, be kind of a deep threat just because even if MVS isn't necessarily catching a ton of balls, if he's I mean, Lazard has been pretty good stepping into that role so i mean he doesn't have as much speed but they've been making it work so um chris is uh very true i don't have my snap back (laughs) i'm very thrown off without it okay again i'm not in in my general location but uh yeah so that's that's everything on the injury front david bakhtiari was limited today but that's again load management nothing to be too nervous about with his injury and all that Oh, well, Zach, uh, in quotation marks for Zach, but I'm not kidding. I'm I'm not going to be nervous 
about David Bakhtiari. I am <clears throat> very excited to see all those guys come back to the field to play the 49ers. And before we look at that game and the rest of the NFC playoffs, which are two only two other teams, but the Packers will be playing one of them in two weeks. Uh, but before we get to that, we have the highlight of every week's show, our Artec Venture ad read. By the Shit, way, Twitter the earliest read. <laughs> Zach Jacobson, please take it away for us. I'm still fu- I'm still like dealing with COVID a little <laughs> bit. So <laughs> like that's amazing. That yeah. cut out at the perfect time. Yeah. What did I why would know you just sound like <laughs> like just wait for the replay in like an hour. <laughs> no, the way you it cut to, out it, you need to the tell way it me cut that. out it like slurred it. <laughs> so. It was good. It was very good. <laughs> As I was saying, I'm still dealing with a little COVID, so I'm like short of breath. So I'm going to give this a shot. Okay. I don't know if it'll be at the same heights that you guys apparently expect for some reason, but <sighs> this show, ladies and gentlemen, is brought to you by Our Tech Ventures. The goal at Our Tech Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that can make an impact on industries, communities. And, yeah. Oh, no, did he? And beyond. Yeah, okay. I thought, you cut out? I thought you froze. I was like, this is the long... I know you like the nope. pause, but... I do. I like, I like the pause. I like just kind of like letting it marinate for a minute. Oh, I've marinated for multiple minutes, but you're a, you're a disgusting creature. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, I, I don't know. You're both gross people. Um, but yeah, before we get to the 49er versus Packer game, let's just look at real quick the rest of the NFC remaining, which is the Bucks and the Rams. Did either of you see that Rams Cardinals game going the way it did? Because I honestly did not like. I thought it would I honestly play. thought that would be the closest matchup of the weekend. Yeah. I thought that was going to be like the like it seemed like the two most equal teams, so Yeah, especially like divisional opponents. Mm-hmm. You know, that was yeah. I mean, I had I had the Cardinals winning that game. So like I'm going to like I'm going to shut my stupid mouth. I mean, I thought we'd be playing the Rams, so I obviously had the Rams winning it, but I didn't think it would be like that. Yeah, no, I, I actually thought the Cardinals would win. I just thought Matthew Stafford, as he always does, would choke in a big that was game. A big, that was a big reason why I picked the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Matthew Stafford, he ain't going to shine in the big moment. So. Exactly. Um, but I'm happy the way it went down because I don't Kyler Murray, his mobility, it just it scares me. I would much rather face Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Stafford, Tom Brady, whatever, but quarterbacks that could run away and make things hard on your front seven, even when you're bringing pressure. That's what frustrates me the most. Like we saw two weeks in a row this year against the Ravens and the Bears, against Fields and Tyler Huntley. We were getting a ton of pressure, but couldn't really get the sacks because guys were just avoiding it, and it was super frustrating. So we have the Rams and the Bucks Sunday morning, I believe it is, Sunday afternoon, whatever. And... Yeah, the Packers will be playing whoever comes out on top of that game. It should be a very interesting game. But let's get to the main event, Packers, 49ers. 
Lambeau Field Saturday night. It is look it is expected to be very cold. I think Sunday would have been colder, but it's still going to be damn cold, especially for a team coming from California. So, Jen, well, right how nice off. of us to all wear black for their funeral. Boom, got him. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, very impressive. But uh, Jen, what, what when you first with some of the Niners won, it was immediate. Okay, Packers Niners. We didn't have to see the Monday night game. What were your right. first thoughts Sunday afternoon when that game ended? I was excited. I am ready for the 49ers to come here. You know, I want the 49ers and then I want the Bucks. Yes. I want, you know, I just want to clean slate all these teams who have come in the last couple of years and ruined it for us. I, I have a lot of confidence going up against this 49ers team and I love that they have to come to Lambeau. So they're definitely the team I think I wanted the most just because Rams, obviously they're piecing it together. And kind of like you said with Kyler Murray, um, He's not somebody who I'm always too confident that they'll be able to defend. But Garoppolo, he he's a stoppable quarterback. So kind of like I think I was saying earlier on Packaday this week, um, kind of play Jimmy Garoppolo the way you play Kirk Cousins. Just get a lot of pressure in his face and hope that he throws on up. And I think it's a good opportunity for guys like Rasul Douglas to capitalize on it and just get those defensive backs going. Um, kind of hope that they can make those turnovers. But really, it's going to be about stopping the run game and also stopping their front seven. So there's a lot of important factors in this one, but I just, I really like the matchup and I'm really confident, especially with all the pieces we're getting back. All right. I'd love to hear the confidence. I think a lot of Packers Twitter was not sounding. As you guys confident. didn't want the 49ers. I'm like, bring them on. <laughs> well, I, for the reason when we recorded saying, last week, but yeah, no, but I'm saying to get the Niners in box, it would be the perfect like revenge tour. Like, you know, it's not necessarily exactly what you want, but you co- if you end See, up winning like, those games. Bring them all in. Game. I don't care. This yeah, is the so, year. Jen's all in. She's not worried about anything. Zach, what were you feeling Sunday afternoon? There's a goddamn different. Well, I, Sunday afternoon, I was on fucking Twitter defending myself from people who can't <laughs> read. There's a difference between saying that you're terrified of a team and they're like, you know, like they're just going to beat the shit out of you. I was just saying, like, of the teams I could possibly play the, play the Packers, I mean, the 49ers are easily, like, the worst matchup for them. They do everything that combats with the Packers' weaknesses. They do it well with their running game, whether it's Elijah Mitchell or Debo Samuel. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Kyle Shanahan find way, finds ways to incorporate the running game. We saw this firsthand. <clears throat> Raheem Mostert. <laughs> so we've seen, we've seen how he incorporates the running game into that offense, and they don't need Jimmy Garoppolo to throw... 20 times a game, 30 times a game. There's, well, that's not, I mean, that's not nice. Well, no, and if you can stop Garoppolo, then that takes away guys like Samuel. It makes them, it makes them one dimensional. So, yeah. yeah. So, and I feel like they're not going to be able to score enough points to keep up with the Packers. I mean, we're talking about, you know, arguably the best offense in football right now playing at home, coming off some rest. They're getting some guys back. So, uh, I, I can't see Jim Garoppolo. I think this is the first time he's played in like weather below 40 degrees. Yeah, so I think I saw it. So, so, yeah, it's going to be like that. zero, I think. Yeah, yeah. So. it is. Yeah, it is going to be very bad. So I can't see him scoring enough points and leading that offense to keep up with, with Aaron Rodgers and everything the Packers do. So, um, oh, oh, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, that guy told me to kick sand the 1970s. I remember. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was about to comment on that because I just kicked sand. It's just it sounded funny, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> why I oughta. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I said, I can't see him scoring enough points to keep up. So they're going to lean on that running game, and if you could shut down the passing game, which there isn't really much of a passing game there to combat, then I mean, you make this team one-dimensional. This isn't the 2019 49ers. I know they, they look great in Dallas. They look great the last month or so of the season. But this isn't going to be the same team that's just like a you know a, a wrecking ball, just going through guys. And Jimmy Garoppolo can throw eight passes in a game against the Vikings, whatever that number was, and you know ride the running game. And it's not going to be like that. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was thinking the same thing. They scored twenty three points, and Dallas, I believe, had fifteen penalties. And I mean, they they gave them every chance to really blow them out of the water and not even let that game get close. And they almost lost and they, they only scored 23 points and that's in a dome, not in the freezing cold in Lambeau. And there were also a lot of Niner fans in Dallas. I hope that is, I hope that's not the case on Saturday night, but uh, yeah, the fact that like, I think that's the main point is it's the Packers offense is doing what they've been doing for the last month plus. The Niners can have a solid game, but they're not going to be able to keep up with them. They're just not going to be able to put, put up enough points. And defensively, for me, it's it's one person. It's Debo Samuel. You find a way to – you're not going to be able to completely stop him. He's, he's too good. But you limit him, and you just don't let him run by you and, and just and you know embarrass you as a defense, which you've seen him do to a ton of defenses. But you slow him down the best you can – and you basically force Jimmy Garoppolo, who has an injured thumb on his throwing hand. He has like a strained shoulder that's, and a throwing arm. Let him try to beat. Yeah, let him try to beat you with his arms because with his arm. I mean, you basically stop the running game. That means you're stopping Debo and Elijah Mitchell, but really more Debo in my opinion than Mitchell. Um, <clears throat> Riley not going to happen. Um, but let them try. Look, if they want to try it, but no. But really, I think the Packers. Their number one focus needs to be on the run game slash Debo Samuel individually. You stop him, you force Jimmy Garoppolo to actually throw the ball like 25, 30 times, you're going to end up winning because he's going to make mistakes. The Packers have had an extremely opportunistic defense, and I think that's how you end up winning this game. You just can't let them run it, control the clock, and let their pass rush come after Rodgers if we go into any kind of hole. Control the what? Control the clock. Um, yeah, Zach, look, you were the one else. in prison, all right? Not me. Um, saying, oh, my gosh. Saying, you were talking <laughs> about Enunciate length. better, man. You were talking about length. Jen was talking about groins. Now you're talking. No, I, yeah, now we're talking about clocks. Yeah, Zach, get your head out of the gutter. I'm sorry. You're right. Um, but, yeah, don't let them do that. And also, they need to start fast because I just think you get down – and then all of a sudden their pass rush just starts coming after Rodgers. That's not a recipe for success. So I think the Packers need to run the ball. Like, I mean, Rodgers is going to do what Rodgers does, but to slow down the pass rush, run the ball, and to true North Packer fans point, a quick stat from the great Dusty Evely, a, uh, a guest here on Open Book, at least once, maybe twice. Hopefully we'll have him back soon. But um, on defense, the 49ers – Defending opposing team's number one wide receiver, 31st in the league in yards, giving up 88.1 yards per game. 
and uh, the 49ers are 31st in the league uh, at defending deep passes and defending deep middle. The only team worse than them this year were the Detroit Lions. So the 49ers secondary is super beatable. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. I don't know if I need to say much else about what they need to do just to dominate what them the way they did last time. Uh, Devontae Adams, I posted earlier this week against uh, the Niners in his career. Five games in his career, including the playoffs, four of them. He's had 130-plus yards, including this year. He had, hundred, I think, 132 yards and two touchdowns. So he knows how to beat them. I think that's your recipe right there. Devontae, a healthy mix of the run game. But what are you guys looking at offensively for the Packers to – force Garoppolo into a throwing match against Rodgers. Well, see, I'm just thinking like you're talking like, oh, they have Mitchell, but we have Jones and Dylan. They have Debo, but we have Adam. So it's like our offensive matchup is just as tough, if not tougher for them. I really think the only spot that they maybe have more of an advantage of is tight end. And that's because we lost Tunyon. So I think that, you know, yeah, it's tough to think about the matchups that we have defensively, but they have it worse, I'd say. So it that is kind of nice in that retrospect that we have the tougher offense. Um, so, yeah, I think, like you said, Eli, the main thing is just getting, like, getting started fast. Like, get on the board and keep going. You know, don't take a whole quarter to get on the board. Um, hopefully actually put up seven, not just three. Uh, just this is going to be a game that you have to get on the board fast. Because if things don't go right with your defense, because 49ers do have some really good offensive pieces, you don't want to have to ever trail or play catch up with that. So make them chase you and don't chase. I think that's going to be the biggest thing, which I mean, it sounds so like easy. Like it sounds like, you know, everybody should know that and everybody should do that. But it's going to be really important in this game. And I think that being at Lambeau with that home crowd, that's going to help a lot and being used to that cold weather. But yeah, I think just not getting behind against a team that has posed problems for you. I think that's going to be huge. Uh, absolutely. Chris, thank you. I needed that. No, he Got said, that. chug, he so said, I'm, chug the beer. I'm, I was going to say, I, am I, I talking while everybody's watching Eli drink beer? Like, is anybody even listening to me? No, I'm I just like, to you. Next time. I was about to say, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily agree that they have the better offense. I think the pat. The 49ers have the better pieces, but I think the Packers have they have a better head at, at you know at, at the helm of the offense. They have someone that can better operate that offense and a guy that can, you know, like he knows what to expect from Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard isn't some kind of superstar, even though, you know, maybe their positional coaches would would, would disagree, but he's not a superstar. Josiah Deguara isn't Robert Tunyon. You get you match Debo Samuel and Devontae Adams, but I mean like as far as like well, that's why I said they have the better tight end matchup. I did make sure to say that. Hmm. Okay, never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm just saying I made that. I, point I heard that... you. I listened. I listened okay. to everything you said. I'm just. No, I'm... so I'm just. So if they had a better quarterback, you would call the 49ers probably the better offense. Yeah, definitely. If they had someone that could like competent, competently guide that offense the way Aaron Rodgers does with the Packers offense, then yeah, yeah, yeah I, would, I would definitely agree. And they're, and I think their running game, their running game is probably like, I mean, you can go either way with that one with Aaron, Rod- with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. I mean, that's, that's a great, that's a great backfield. But I mean, the 49ers have guys in the structure of that offense. It doesn't matter who they plug back there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the craziest thing about them is that literally 
it seems like they could put anyone in that backfield and it really doesn't matter because they're going to have like the scheme is really what's going to make it work for the run game. So the Packers just need to stop that. And I know last year it was basically a practice squad team. And then this year it was a close game, but the Packers came out on top of both of those games. I think Rogers, we all know his history with the 49ers, obviously in the draft and all that. I just, I think this is, very much a revenge type game, much like next week will be when it is likely going to be the Bucks beating the Rams, at least in my opinion. And that is what I want. Like Jen said, I want a full on revenge tour. Give me the Niners, give me the Bucks. And then I don't care who it is in the AFC. Uh, we'll worry about that then. But <clears throat> yeah, as I said earlier, my biggest thing defensively is Debo Samuel. Offensively, it's starting fast. And yeah, the oh wow, that that took so, off. That took I was off. not like I literally had to. I don't think I went on Twitter for like three days after that. that <laughs> I just insane. needed to step away for a little bit. I was not expecting people to be so passionate about ham and pickles. So can you can you give a quick rundown of what this Midwest sushi is? Okay, so or you can or the, you can not. <laughs> that would that would be nice too. I don't, don't even talk. remember how we got stuck. Oh, it's because Eli was talking about how he was going to eat old sushi after the show. And Zach and I were talking about how sushi's gross. So at least we agreed on that. And then I said I only eat Midwest sushi. And that's where I lost everybody. Because it's mm-hmm. literally, it's a pickle with cream cheese wrapped in ham. And that's it. I mean, that's so fucking I don't disgusting. Know, I'm sorry. I don't know how much, like, <laughs> yeah. how better to explain it. You just have to eat it, though, because it may, it probably sounds disgusting. But well, it does. I that's promise. Riley doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not a real Midwesterner. <laughs> that's the case. I mean, some people call it pickle and ham roll up, but he, I call it lives, Midwest sushi. He lives in Arizona. He's not from the. He's not from the Midwest. <laughs> stupid kid. So no, I, and I don't even think you know, uh, Eli is Midwestern. And, uh, Andrew is Midwestern. Neither of them stuck up for me on this one. So I was. Well, I've never here. had it. You know, and I've never had it, and I can have it. See, and like I said, you know, I talked about I'm going to just make some, bring it on the plane, bring it to your wedding. I'll just walk around with these orders. (laughs) Yeah, definitely bring ham to the wedding, something that none of us will be able to eat. Thank you. Every (laughs) single psychopath that agreed with you on that tweet was, like, they had Wisconsin in their bio. I'm just just pointing that out. So they're all... I they, didn't they call were, it California sushi. They were bred into this. I know, yeah, because California sushi is totally different. California roll, that's 100% different. So it already has a no, name. So, like, <laughs> Everybody that I, agreed with you had Wisconsin in their bio because they were born into this. They were bred into it. But see, they were you, bred into you this never even tried creation. it. You just that's think what, it's gross. Jen, Jen, but, do I need to do I need to pick up a piece of dog shit and take a bite out of it <laughs> to know what it's going to totally taste like? Different. You like pickles, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love pickles. Yeah, okay. that's like the I love, main part of it. I, I like Jen. pickles and cake. I wouldn't have a pickle cake. Exactly. That's completely that's different. No, it's not. You're okay. combining two things that you love. And, ham, and it, it creates... ham and pickle, you can put on a sandwich and it tastes just fine together. So what's the difference between wrapping it up and just adding a little bit of cream cheese to keep it together? Okay. Peanut, peanut butter and cream cheese. Would you have that together? That's that I don't know. I can, I, I can have I can have those I can have both of those on a sandwich. Well, just because like see the what? thing is that just you because you, you I could I'm not saying on I'm not saying on the same sandwich I mean like but no okay but pickles and ham that's a normal thing to put on a sandwich together and and ham is a normal thing to wrap around a pickle. 
it's literally the same flavor. So no, okay. it's not. No, it's if not. you you had a sandwich and you had ham and pickle, you're but gonna the taste ham and is pickle. A part of it. The bread is a big part. But of now you're just taking bread and you're just wrapping it. And I promise you, I will make these and you will try them and you will probably like them and you will be on my side. No, I promise you, I won't I be on your side. I'll be, I'll be in a hospital bed because they have to pump my stomach. No, yeah. I, Zach, if you're built different, you can try this and be just fine. When when have we established that Zach so... was built? I don't remember this being agreed upon. We established right. this a long time ago. Oh yeah, you've been built different. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's he's technically on COVID IR and he's still here, okay. so he's kind of best. built different. We will be able to confirm it once he has some Midwest sushi, which he will like, and he'll have to come on here and give me a formal apology. You know you're going to have to try it, right? Like, I actually can't try it, but you're going to have to try it, so. I'll figure out a way to make it kosher, Eli. I I will figure out a way. I don't know. When we come, when we come to your goddamn wedding, when we come to your wedding, Eli, those better not be served there. They won't be, I promise. Okay, good. Thank you. the last thing you find. There will be no cream cheese or ham. Might be some pickles. I'll sneak some in my yeah. purse and I'll be like, hey guys, you want some uh, of this? You should definitely be that person walking <laughs> Security. around food out of Security. their purse. Yes. I w- okay, no, you just, yeah. you know, if you try it and you don't like it, that's one thing. And you know what I can you know, do? I could try, well, I can't do that. I mean, I, I could wrap like a pickle like in salami, try to see how that goes. That would probably, you know. But I can't do the cream cheese. So. That would actually be good. Wait, like. Pickles so is it just the ham that bothers you? With the cream cheese? You have to have the cream cheese. That's what keeps it together. I, can, I, don't, know. Um, I don't know. Or you can do, some people do mayo, but cream cheese is Ooh. better. Mayo? What a slap Ma- in the face. You probably, she probably does mayo. I, I'm yeah. cream cheese with this. That's you're, me. Like, you're such a liar. I, I have, I have sit here. Dip it in mayo. I have sat here and I have watched you eat handfuls of mayonnaise out of a jar with my, bare, with my, my own eyes. Yeah. I have seen it. Yeah, I do that, and then I eat Midwest sushi separately. Nice. You know, they're two separate things. Right, I have nice. my appetizer and then my main course. Mayonnaise is, is another thing. Or... Mayonnaise is another thing that's disgusting. So you don't eat mayo on anything. Yeah. No, no one should eat mayonnaise. Like nothing. Looks no, nothing. Like okay, well that's yeah. I do love mayonnaise on like my sandwiches and, but that's <laughs> acceptable. That's an acceptable place to eat. Mayo or like miracle? Is it Miracle Whip? What, what's Miracle Whip? Is that like? Isn't it like fake mayo? I thought that's whipped cream. Is it Miracle Whip whipped cream? Like I no, can't. that's Cool Whip. No. Never mind. Cool, cool, cool Whip, whip. Is, is whipped cream. Yeah. There you go. I was wondering why I was losing you guys. I was like, uh, this has got to be the right thing. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mayo. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not. Bad. I don't know where I, where I shifted from eating like blue cheese to mayo. I don't know where this took the turn but basically uh, yeah. i don't think i eat i don't eat anything that you guys like i think we've come to that conclusion well yeah you're from minnesota it's a place of weird things but let's let's get now back we've, to... we i guess we needed to fill time in this show so well sushi game. well we also needed it was on it was on the script i don't know if you saw it for for yeah. tonight's show but we had to expose don't act like you've ever done any prep <laughs> <laughs> we had to expose you for being yeah. a for being a filthy coming off a bye that's not ex- it's exposing you guys because nah, really i bad. obviously according we, to twitter i am in the right you are in the wrong are you okay P- packer backer 1972 agreeing with you doesn't mean that you're right <laughs> Ooh, okay. got him. 
There's got to be Who's one person that's actually in this chat. Banned? Somebody help me. Where are my loyal, loyal followers? <laughs> no, you're done. You're done. And the it's comments have not been helping you either, just by the way. That's because so. nobody in the comments actually likes us. They just come here to shit on us for 45 minutes and then yeah. go to sleep. We get a lot of crap <laughs> in the comments. And we appreciate you all coming, so just keep doing it. But uh, it is interesting that we Usually it's not towards people. me, though. Usually it's Eli, so it's fine. I know, so. right? I'm usually the guy. <laughs> real attack today. Head. I know I'm in the right, though. And if you go to any party here, those are the first things that are gone. And at, at least any, like co-worker party we have there's like trays yeah. and trays full of them you can That's roll your eyes at me all you want <laughs> i'm gonna make like it doesn't sound like much of a party well it sounds like for zach ham is the problem because you brought up salami and he's like oh well maybe that <laughs> was before he said that he would he would add the cream cheese to it too yeah, but you hardly taste it it's more just oh, like a no glue it's not like you okay That's like so just completely salami dip it yeah if it's just like a like a salami wrap that just ruins it no what ruins what no, Eli, just saying, like, I'm going to just wrap a piece of salami around a yeah, pickle and call it good. No, that's... Good. Yeah, that'd no, be because good. You're that'd taking be out, you're taking out a completely different ingredient. You're just... That's not... No, no that's cream not how it works. Isn't supposed, it isn't supposed to be in that ingredient, in that in that combination. It's just not, but it is, and it works. No, get, get, get his comment Yeah, see? Somebody finally <laughs> agrees with me. Oh, God. You're going to try it. You're going to love it. You're a communist. You're a communist. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I think we've had talk. I don't have to bring this tweet up again. I can't about... let my Twitter blow up like that. Yeah, no, don't. If anything, just do a poll. I know Andrew was messaging the next day. He's like, make it stop. Like, I'm sorry for tagging you guys. <laughs> yeah, my phone was blowing I didn't, up. I didn't think people would care that much. It's like the one thing about food I've ever posted people have cared about. It's like the only thing I've ever posted that people care about is this. So that, you know. Yeah, well. But I, I'd like to think that I won that argument. So. I like to think that you lost. Um, but yeah, so before we get to, I, th I feel like we should each do, let's let's do one X factor player on offense and on defense for the Packers. None of this is prepared, so it's it's going to happen. I was going to say, be... now I'm like thinking about like I'm starving. I just so, want a snack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, look, we're, we're going to get to the end of the show. You're going to You know what's going to help? All the, all the, like, the Packers are going to have some Midwest sushi before the game. They're going to go out there. They're going to completely dominate. It. I mean, they'll dominate. I doubt they'll, they'll have, have They'll have brown cinnamon sushi. sugar Pop-Tarts for breakfast. They'll have Midwest sushi, sushi for lunch. Sushi, sushi. Sushi, sushi. Midwest sushi. I know. Uh, you know what would happen? Was... You know what would happen if that, if that was like their meal plan for the day? It would be Green Bay versus Atlanta, fucking version two. Oh come on! Don't even bring that up. That's exactly was, what would happen. See, I was out of the country for that game. I watched that game at like four in the morning, and it was very sad. Like as the game ended, the sun came up, and I was just like looking out, and I was like, "This is it. This is life now." It's a bunch of losers see, with Ladarius Hunter covering goddamn Julio Jones. What a freaking disgrace! See, I'm pretty um, sure bad or like disagreements in food are the origin of Zach and I's friendship. Like, I think the first thing we ever talked about together was Pop Tarts and how I love the brown cinnamon sugar and he hates them. Abomination. That was like a year. Abomination <laughs> of creation uh, of a creation. Those were like for probably like two years. That was the, that was the only thing we ever interacted with each other on it Twitter. Sounds like it was just Pop Tarts. Us and, us and Jordy. 
basically yep. the same. Except for we at least agreed on that. Yeah, well, that so was, was something worth agreeing on. And unless Zach got involved, which we're not even going to, which we're not even going to do right now with, with the whole Greg Jennings. Oh my gosh! Wait, can I tell a quick story? So yesterday, obviously, like the whole Zach Twitter jail thing was happening, and I was running a softball clinic, so I was only getting notifications on my watch. So all I see is Eli and I get tagged in something. I think it was from Lambo LeBeau. And it says, like, explain this or give your statement. And then I think Robin Adams is it. He commented, like, I just get this message that says what in, like, all caps and all this stuff. And then Eli posts something about Jordy. So I'm panicking, like, something (laughs) happened because it was like, oh, we miss him. (laughs) And I was like, what? Like, I was, like... My overthinking brain, I was like, something happened with Jordy. I was panicking. And then I got, I was like, oh, Zach's just in Twitter jail again. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, yeah, to be fair, no, I, did about care about, I did care about that, but I was really worried about something with Jordy because well, no. the way that the notifications were coming in, it was very poorly timed. No, so no, that's no, my little, no, yeah. Zach, I did tweet about how no, no, I was no, upset. Go, go, you can go myself. find it. It's there. <laughs> I yeah. was on like the free Zach Jacobson. It's fine. Thing. It's no, it's all right. No, really, it's fine. I'm, but I'm no, it's just myself. the way that they were lining up. I, I panicked. So thanks, Eli, for that. Absolutely. I always like to make people panic. Like uh, out of nowhere, just a Jordy tweet as all that's you know, rolling in. <laughs> and the weirdest thing, I like literally, I know the play I posted was against the Niners. If you didn't see it, it's the classic Jordy tiptoe catch on the sideline. But I wasn't even thinking about the Niners game. Like I just saw that play. And I literally was like, oh, my God, I just miss him so much. I need to post this right now. And then I was like, oh, shit, we're playing the Niners. So it really worked out well. And I'm happy it freaked you out. Perfect combination. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it threw me into panic mode. I was like, I'm, like, testing kids who are doing weightlifting, so I can't. I said I wasn't on my phone, Lambo Lobo. Give me a... <laughs> I said I, I can't respond to things on my watch. His Actually, name is Apple's Ben. A joke. That's why you got to get yourself an Android people, Android user over here. I, it's proud. not the issue with my phone. It's that I wasn't on my phone. Because you were using an Apple Watch. Imagine you had a Galaxy Watch. It would work so much better. I can like like and retweet something, but I can't go on there and like respond and see Sounds what's going like on. Prime time television, people. You're watching it right yeah. now. <laughs> All right. So gosh, we have food debates, gonna, user debates. Yeah, I'm gonna kick us off with my defensive X Factor. And for me, it's actually going to be Adrian Amos. I think he should be basically following Debo Samuel all over the field. Like, yes, when he's lined up as a receiver running routes, which I feel like barely happens, you'll have a corner on him. But when he's doing all the motion, he's in the backfield, he's in the slot doing jet sweeps, whatever it is, like it would be nice if Devondre Campbell had the speed to do that. But he just he doesn't. He's a middle linebacker. I'm sure he'll communicate it well, and that's going to be super important. But I think it needs to be Adrian Amos, literally, you, your job. There we go. As a spy for Debo, that's your job today. Just stopping Debo Samuel, that's what you have to do. Don't do anything else. Do that. We win this game. So for me, defensive X factor, Adrian Amos. Zach, what's your defensive X factor? It's going to be Devondre Campbell, I feel like, because – I mean, we've seen how stout he's been all year and how well of a, of, of a job he's done making sure everybody's on the same page. And I feel like against an offense as versatile as Kyle Shanahan's and against a guy like Debo Samuel who is going to be doing all kinds of different things, he's going to be all over the field, 
lining up in a bunch of different spots. It's going to be up to Devondre Campbell, not necessarily to stop him, because like you said, I mean, he doesn't have he doesn't have that sideline sideline speed. He's not going to be able to, to really follow Debo Samuel, but it's going to be his job really to make sure that everybody knows what their assignments are, how they're going to combat what Kyle Shanahan is throwing at them. So, getting the calls in from Joe Barry and translating everything to the other ten guys on defense. I mean, that's going to be that's going to be the biggest difference. Uh, I, I feel like if they're gonna if they're gonna win this game, then they have to be on point as far as communication goes. Jen, how yeah, about you? Was, Who are you looking at on defense? I know you mentioned Amos, but I was my reliable Wi-Fi. Yep, Ethernet, you guys. I've been saying it for years now. Ethernet, um, you guys. Oh my god. Well, Zach keeps freezing. He's got the flickering light, and then he freezes. I'm not free- and Am I freezing? You you have frozen a couple times. But hey, my Wi-Fi tonight, I would imagine, is spot on. Yeah, you've had good yeah, Wi-Fi is, tonight. Yours is actually oh, good. Yeah. But no, so you mentioned the safety position. I was kind of thinking Savage, and for none other than he hasn't played his best game the last few weeks that we've seen him. So I think him playing up to his potential is going to be super important. Um, you know, those games where he maybe isn't playing as well. He gets beat a couple times. And I know that we're kind of talking about how this is going to maybe be more of a run game and Garoppolo in the pass game won't be as much of a factor. But I just think it's really important for Savage to get back to that high level that we know he can play. Um, Because, yeah, I don't know. It's been really frustrating that he just hasn't been playing well. So I've been really keeping my eye on him. So I think it's going to be really important for him to be able to step up because this is, you know, winner winner go home so everybody's got to be up on their game but I feel like he's kind of been the guy that I've noticed has declined a little bit based on you know where he started at the beginning of the season um and I also am really excited to see Rasul Douglas because obviously he wasn't with the team was it week three that they matched up uh, earlier this season so uh Garoppolo is going to get a good taste of him and I'm really excited for that too yeah Rasul Douglas uh if he could pull an Al Harris uh, yeah, that's, that is a, that is a good key to the game for sure. As, uh, we mentioned earlier in the show, a fast start jam 21, definitely a good call. Starting fast is going to be a huge part of this game. And to go onto the offensive side, in my opinion, to start fast is to, is, is going to be based on the offensive line, opening holes for the run game. You son of a bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and protecting Aaron Rodgers. Um, because that's what it is. You know, this, this 49ers secondary is very beatable. As I mentioned with the stats earlier with Devontae Adams, the real thing that scares me is just that front four. So if the offensive line with David Bakhtiari back, hopefully playing the whole game, Josh Myers back at center, Lucas Patrick at guard, Billy Turner, potentially back at right tackle. This is the most healthy offensive line. The Packers will have had the entire season. So for me, <laughs> wow. wow! I'm sorry. Wow. This is funny. I meant to, I meant to put that up earlier, Andrew, but I it's didn't want to interrupt. The, I didn't want to interrupt you. Reasons that I am married. Oh, thanks. So nice of you. Person. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the offensive line. Zach, how about you? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not changing my answer. So fuck you. <laughs> nice. Okay. Good. Keeping Aaron Rodgers upright. And I mean, yeah, of course, opening holes in the running game as well. But I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna step on the 49ers' throats and try to pull away and create a lead, they're gonna do that by passing the football. So you need to keep Aaron Rodgers upright. And more than likely, the 49ers are gonna have Fred Warner play. He was upgraded, I think, to a yeah. full participant today. So he's gonna be there. 
And he doesn't just he doesn't just sit back in coverage and man the second level. He he goes after the quarterback a lot. So uh, I think yeah, the offensive line. I, I completely agree with you. That was going to be my X factor. Can um, I ask Zach while you're still talking about it? I know you retweeted something about an update on Bosa, just so that people know. Like what, if you're talking about what, offensive what line and stuff like I? that. What did I retweet on Bosa? I know you're right. I did. I did. Zach came it. back from Twitter jail and just like started retweeting everything. <laughs> Just because that's also going to be a huge factor, especially against that offensive line. Not that I'm super worried about it because they've been able to stop, you know, most of who's come up against them. But that also does play a huge factor in everything. He was one. He was one of their many upgrades today. Actually, he was upgraded to a limited participant. So he's obviously getting through the concussion protocol and everything. So, uh, yeah, he'll also be out there. And he's a he's a goddamn game wrecker. Those two trips to San Francisco in 2019, he was a big factor in both of them. Um, yeah, the offensive line needs to be like on point. They need to like have their best game of the season. Yeah, yeah, they really do. It's all about keeping Rodgers upright so he can get the ball deep where the Niners are the most susceptible. But Jen, looking at the offense, who, who are you looking to shine? Yeah, with it being a cold night game at Lambeau, I'm looking at A.J. Dillon a lot. Um, you guys talking about that offensive line, obviously them – creating holes for him to run is going to be important, but you know, it's just kind of the kind of game where AJ Dillon can really shine. It's a cold weather game. It's home. It's a playoff game. There's a lot in like a lot on the line here and I could just see him having a huge game and hopefully he's utilized. Right. I know sometimes we get a little frustrated because we don't think that that run game is being used appropriately, but you know, trust Matt LaFleur and what they're going to be doing and how they're going to use him. But I think that there's a lot of opportunity for him to be used, especially if they can kind of get, you know, if they can mix it up with that pass game, I think that, you know, they have so many offensive weapons, but AJ Dillon in the cold, I really love that matchup. So I'm excited to see kind of what he'll do. And this is kind of his first, you know, big playoff shiny moment. Cause last year he was a third string running back. So yeah. it's kind of his show and I'm really excited to see him just run it down the 49ers throats. Yeah, that would be nice. I think both him and Jones, as I say every week on the show, need to combine for a minimum of 20, if not 25 carries. Mm -hmm. They're just so good. It's going to be freezing. And I know Aaron Jones referenced, excuse me, last year. uh, Yeah. Last year's game versus Tampa Bay, obviously having the fumble, he didn't come back in the game. He wants to make up for his last playoff performance. So while I do think this is a classic AJ Dillon type of game, I actually do see a big game for Aaron Jones as well. So maybe the entire running back group can get involved and, I said it on last week's show, or maybe it was two weeks ago, but either way, I said it, so I'll have to back it up. I did predict that whether this game or next game, because there will be a next game, there will be an offensive lineman catching a touchdown for the Packers, and I'm sticking with that bold prediction, so keep that in mind. But speaking of next week's game, we're going to do predictions for the Packer game, but let's also, we don't need to score, but let's just hear who we think we're going to be playing in Lambeau Field, in the NFC Championship game. Jen, are you sticking with uh, the team you want to face? Yeah, I'm sticking with the Bucks. I mean, I think that the Rams are going to give them a really good show, but I don't know, it's tough to get past Tom Brady. So I just, I, yeah. I hope that they beat up on each other a lot. So no matter who we play, they're in rough shape coming in, but I want Tom Brady. So give me the Bucks. Zach, how about you? We're definitely going to clip up just the I want Tom Brady, Jen. I'm clipping that up so hard. Jen, Thanks. <laughs> Jen wishing on injuries? Wow. I know. That's another thing. I was like, what? What? Yeah, I'm, I'm no, okay. 
I didn't say injuries, you know, just like yeah. aggressive play where they're tired, they come in a little sure, bit. Sure, like, okay, sure. there's no like what you want Tom Brady to tear his ACL? God, you're just you're <laughs> disgusting. What's wrong with you? Uh, anyways, I got mouth. the <laughs> whatever. Give your opinion. <laughs> I got the I got the Buccaneers winning. That's not that's not an opinion. It's going to be a fact. They're they're going to be. Oh. It's going to be the Buccaneers versus. It's the like Packers. a Vicky Valancourt. Ain't gonna guess. That's what's gonna be. Oh boom! That name sounds familiar, but I don't remember what it's, it's from. From Waterboy, you guys. Oh, oh Waterboy. Yes. Oh, now, now yeah, my mama said. My mama said. Oh my gosh! Stop. I made a movie reference that you guys didn't. Pick I haven't seen. Come no, on. That's, yeah, but that's, that's different old. though. We've actually seen the movie. We just yeah, didn't get just a reference. Like Fifteen years ago. Yeah, but okay, that movie's on like every day in my house. But I just, you know, I thought What's you guys would have picked up house? on that. Now I feel so much water here. But either way, it's always <laughs> on TV. <laughs> uh, <I laughs> guys, am... no, this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right, Jen Payton, settle down. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, the, it's gonna be fucking the Tanya Harding that like. Yeah. Get the girl with the knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? I'll be honest. I have heard so many references to Tanya Harding and I don't know a damn She's thing. the figure skater who like took What's out someone's knee. Nice. I respect that. She took out her opponent's knee. What do you mean you respect? What's wrong with you? What is, both okay, see, what is wrong with both of you? I'm No, I'm clean slate. Eli's actually saying it. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm just I'm saying <laughs> she went for the win. I can't fight it. Either well, way, it ruined her entire knee. career. Oh, it ruined her career? Okay, I respect it less. Um, I don't know her that well. Me and Tanya haven't met. But I do have to agree that the Bucks are going to win because, like me and Zach both thought, Matthew Stafford can handle the, the, big, the big game. And you know what? Kyler Murray, first time in the playoffs, he really couldn't handle a big game. Now going up against the Bucks, different, different animal. And I think the Bucks come out on top. So we got our revenge tour. Now let's get to the Packers Niners score predictions. Um, Zach, kick us off. <clears throat> Packers win 31-21. Love it. Jen? 28-20 Packers. 28-20 to 20 Packers. So I was actually very close to both of you. I have a 28-17 Packers. And, yeah, I think, as we all said, it's really just going to come down to a cold weather Lambeau field kind of game, run the football, stop the run. And then Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers and winning the game. Tanya's <laughs> yeah. Potentially better watch your knees. Yeah. And now I'm nervous for my knees. I actually, yeah, no, now I get, now I have this pain in my neck. I might have to just do that. Uh, Zach, that was for you. You got out of jail. You need to get back to regular life. But all Eli right. definitely side-eyed to Mariah to see if she was going to be mad <laughs> for doing that. Yeah, she wasn't the happiest with it. Uh, but I don't blame her. Go, um, let's real quick make sure that everyone, number one, heads to this wonderful URL link. To Wait, have all... Andrew pop in to show off yeah. the merch. Yeah, there we go. There's the merch. Guys, we got the best merch in the sports game. You want crop tops, you want hoodies, crew necks, t-shirts. You got it all. We even have our faces on it. But the best part is we just did the outline of our faces because we wanted people to actually wear them. So that was smart. Mm -hmm. um, so I do like how that. from a distance you can't tell that that's Zach's hood and it just looks like he's Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was long hair. I'm like, who is long hair? Yeah. So Zach might be low-key Jesus. Um <laughs> 
But he shaved but, everything now, so he doesn't totally. Yeah, well, that's Jesus. it'll be it'll be back. God, it's just it's just disrespectful. Shaving the like before Jesus. playoffs. I know. Nah. Like, what are you doing? It was impulsive. You shave it's like playoffs. it's like when you get a when you get a haircut, you're just like you kind of know you're going to regret it afterwards because you're going to miss your hair, but you go and you do it anyway. It was kind of like that. I was getting yeah. in the shower and I was like, hmm. So, wow, that's a great shave story. the playoff beard. You should tell it over at parties. That was a riveting story, Zach. You want me to tell it again? You want me to tell it again? One more I was time. Get, I was getting in the shower and I was like, Eli just hmm. wants to hear you talk about being in the shower. All right, Jen. I think we both. Sick, okay. sick guy I, over just, here. I just won't even comment on that. Make sure to follow at the bottom <laughs> of the screen at Twitter, uh, at Game on Wisconsin on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube at Game on Wisconsin. You can find our wonderful producer, Andrew, at Mertens underscore Andrew on Twitter. You can find Jen and all of her terrible food takes at Big Mac <laughs> underscore four. And I'm so happy to say, because I thought I was not going to be able to say it, but you can once again find Zach on Twitter at It's Zachariah J. Get it while it's hot, guys. It might not last very long. So jump on Twitter. We give him a follow right now. Let's hope he's still there by the time we get there. I should be. If not, then I'm going to start a riot. Thank <laughs> we'll you all. We'll riot with you. Um, you can find me at Book of Eli underscore NFL. Everyone, Packers, playoff football, Saturday night. We're going to see you on the way to the championship game. Very excited. Have a great night and go, Pack, go. <laughs> what do you think? Fred. All right. Fred. <laughs> like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Jen. Is it definitely me and you or Eli and Zach going to pop in? Yeah, they'll talk every once in a while. He was already in right away. It kind of, well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so. Yeah. Sorry. Look at <laughs> Let's just put it this way. Who do you see as the quarterback week one for the Green Bay Packers? I see.